Hello and welcome to Super Rugby Round 5 Predictions. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place for your predictions and opinion. Uh, it's a truncated week this week, only six games um, to go through. And joining me is um, <laughs> Michael Pullman. Sorry, I've gone totally blank there for a second. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> good, good, mate. Great to be here and looking forward to another awesome week in the rugby. Yes, absolutely. And we kick off on Friday night. Uh, here in Hamilton with the uh, Chiefs versus the Hurricanes. Um, we had six changes um, by Colin Cooper um, for the Chiefs um, from uh, last weekend against the Crusaders. I guess the highlights probably are going to be that Damien McKenzie is at 10 and Marty McKenzie's brother at... Sorry, Damien McKenzie is at 15 and Marty, uh, Marty McKenzie's brother is at 10. And also we have the uh, Japanese international um, Atta Moikiola. I think yeah. it is, um, starting um, on the wing. Uh, you got down to um, the captain's run today, and uh, so how are they How are they all looking? Yeah, they're, they're fired up. They're, they're ready to go. Um, we learned today a bit more about Brody Retellick's um, travel schedule, so he'll be going to Pretoria um, next week with the team, and then, uh, but he won't be going to Argentina, so he'll be coming straight back. But... Yeah, like you said, um, a few changes to the lineup, and I'm uh, really interested to to hear about this um, Ryan Coxon, who I'd never really heard before, but he's a, a pop from Tasman. He in line for Super Rugby debut, and um, yeah, I think you know moving moving Damien back to to fullback. Yeah, um, I'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier. Really, I haven't been really convinced of his ability at 10 um, throughout last year and into this year. So exciting to see Marty back. I um, was surprised I didn't go with Stephen Donald, but yeah, it's exciting. Well, uh, there's a good reason for that. So here, here we go. Here's, here's the list of players unavailable for selection. Moli, Heretta, Debrasini, Haynes, Boshier, Polwart, O'Neill, Kane, McNichol, mm-hmm. Alamano, Donald, Falcon, and Maffiello. Um, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So 13 players unavailable for selection, um, including uh, Debrasini and Stephen Donald, uh, which is why uh, I think we've got uh, Marty McKenzie playing as he's the only only fly half left standing. Yeah, and it was, it was quite surprising um, hearing that Jack was injured too because, I mean, he, he was looking really good on Tuesday, Monday, sorry, at, at training, and they were using him in that in that first five slot and, and had McKenzie out at fullback. And when we spoke to Stephen Donald as well, he he actually said he was available. So maybe he's put something up during the week or maybe it's a bit of PR speak. But, um, but yeah, that, that's a lot of players to be unavailable. And, and I mean, um, that's not even sort of mentioning somebody like Sean Stevenson who uh, appears to have, you know, just been dropped. Essentially, so so yeah, I I I said this at the start of the season, and I'll say it again now. I, I really this high number of injuries, um, whilst a lot of them may be unavoidable, I, I just wonder uh, what what the medical staff um, uh, are doing or, or not doing because it seems to be a consistent problem, particularly with this franchise. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we had this problem last year amongst the amongst the props, which is why various players got opportunities this year. Uh, yeah, again, it seems to be happening. Uh, yeah, I guess that was my other my other question: is, is Dave McKenzie purely at fullback because Solomon Alamano is uh, not available? Um, there might be an element of that uh, as as well. So 
we'll see uh, how it all pans out. I mean, in the forwards, uh, it's it's players coming back in, which has caused the changes. So uh, we've got Michael Allardyce coming back from his concussion. So hence, uh, that puts um, Tyler Ardron back to uh, back to eight. Uh, so yeah, so it's um, a lot of changes, uh, and say a lot of players missing there. Flipping over to the the Hurricanes, um, pretty uh, settled side, really. Um, Laumapi, this will be his 50th appearance for the Hurricanes, 49 Super Rugby games and that one game against British and Irish Lions. So uh, congratulations to uh, um, Laumapi. Yeah, I mean that that's really come out of nowhere. I was quite surprised when I when I saw that in the in the release today. Um, I'm I'm stoked to see um, Tia Tia be selected for the third week in a row. Uh, I think I've been so impressed with how he started. Um, but yeah, a pretty strong Hurricane side. Um, we'll talk about Fafida uh, being moved in, in to the lock position there. But um, but yeah, I, I think this team on paper looks, looks stronger than the Chiefs. And um, Really curious to see um, if Ali Savia and what sort of impact he's going to have um, in the game. He always seems to, you know, be be in the decisive moment, and um, he did that against the Highlanders. So, expect him to be a, a big target for the Chiefs this week. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that's. I mean, that's. It's going to be interesting to see how he keeps going at eight because uh, two weekend, two weeks ago, myself and Stephen. Oh, sorry, yeah, myself and um, Stephen were having a chat about who would replace. Kieran Reid at eight, and there was a possibility that maybe Ardi Surveyor would be that person. And that's from an All Blacks point of view, not a Crusaders point of view, obviously. Uh, might, might be the player that comes in there. So you play both Sam Kane and Ardi Surveyor. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting because last week, when he did have his impact, he'd moved to seven because of uh, because the that because um, Karifi had gone off. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. The other talking, obviously, for Fita at five is that big talking point because that's why he didn't get selected for the All Blacks um, last year, apparently. So I'm not sure how happy he's going to be playing at five rather than six. Uh, other, so other things to note, uh, Hayden uh, Bedwell-Curtis, the ex-Crusader, um, could make his first start off the wing for the Hurricanes. And same with um, Salihisi Rayasi um, as well. So, Crucial match for the for the Hurricanes too, I think. You know, um, the, particularly last week, I really felt that the Highlanders left the door open and, and, and the Hurricanes were probably undeserving winners, in my opinion. I mean, that, that last drive down the field was amazing, but the opportunity was given to them. And, the the you know, we'll talk about the Crusaders, but they're just so far ahead of any other Kiwi team. It's important now for the Hurricanes to, um, you know, even potentially get the bonus point. So Be Strong in the chat has gone um, Chiefs by three. Um, I've gone Hurricanes by seven. What's your, what's your call for this one? I think the Chiefs are going to get up. Um, I, I, you know, I just... Uh, I, I don't know where they go. They have to get up. And, and if they don't um, get up from here, I don't know where to go. Um, Pod Turner, Richard Turner was there um, today. He gave a, a pretty emotional speech to the guys um, in, in the dressing room before the captain's run. And... Um, obviously, the Heroes' jersey, and and um, I I just think this, the the Chiefs more so than any other team in, in this competition, are you know about about that manner, about that family, about that history, and and I think there's something about um, 
this heritage jersey that's going to get them up. I, I, I've got to say oh, that. Oh my word! This, see the colours of, of, of the, yeah, the so. Um, so it's just for those people who are um, unaware of what's going on with the heritage jersey. So they they're going to have the they're going to have all those heritage jerseys signed by the players who are playing and put them on to trade me uh, and auction them off. I'm not quite sure what the good cause is that they're going towards. Um, do, do you know what the good cause is, Michael? Uh, no, no, I don't. Um, I, I know part of this, how this whole thing came about is they've got the Chiefs alumni, which is um, bringing all, all you know some of the older you know, original Chiefs back and they'll be having a they're having a massive day tomorrow. They're having a golf day. So they'll be golfing in the morning, Stephen Donald and all these older guys. I think I, I think Walter Little might be involved, I'm not sure. Um, so, so Stephen Donald isn't not available because he's injured. He's not available because he's playing golf. Potentially. <laughs> and um and then yeah they're gonna give a presentation to the team. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, then they'll be be at the game, obviously. So, but I'm not I'm not entirely sure um, where the proceeds for that for that shirt go. No. Okay, uh, they've also printed uh, or, or produced 300 available for the uh, for the fans. 250 apparently have already been sold. So, Michael, have you have you splashed out the 200 dollars on uh, one for yourself? Uh, uh, there's been two occasions this week when I've um, been in the position to to let I. I could have taken it and, and, and run away and probably never got my access back. But um, but no, I, I won't be buying one. $200 is a bit much. Um, they had a really cool thing, though, on, on Monday. They I put a picture up on social media. They, they had the original 96 jersey that was signed by Walter Little, and then they had the new the new Heritage one right next to it. And... And, and to be honest, I I prefer the older one. You know, I, I I like the Ford logo at the front, and I like the collar and the well, yes, the Ford, the Ford logo. I mean, the fact it's got Gallagher now is that they they pay yeah. for it, so we, we understand that. Anyway, we have to move on because we have uh, spent some um, spent way too long. So 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 be strong and uh, Michael both going for the Chiefs. I think the Hurricanes are going to get up. Um, we then head across to Tasman for Brumbies versus Waratahs, one of the uh, big classic Aussie derbies. Um, so the Brumbies, uh, the, again, the, the the big talking points will be that there's no Pocock um, in the side yet again. So the loose trio of uh, Valentini, Cusack and McCaffrey are going to have to uh, do the business there. Um, the uh, so We've got uh, Louis, Louis Liley, um, Mackin and um, Taya Uli uh, making their first Super Rugby starts of the season. Uh, and there's a couple of academy products on the bench as well. Uh, in Tom Ross and Mac Hansen, who uh, who might be making their first um, appearances. Last week, we wondered why um, R.I. Simone was missing, and that was through an rib injury, so he's back at 12 um, as well. Otherwise, it's pretty much what you'd expect for the Brumbies. On the Tars side of things, a late change with um, Carmichael Hunt going off injured. Uh, so Israel Folau will play at 15, and Curtly Beal will, will, will switch into 12. Which is what we saw last year, uh, and the other news is that Nick Phipps is available for the first time this season, coming off the bench. Uh, any sort of particular matchups that you see here that uh, that jump out at you? Oh, I'm always interested to see how how Falau goes, um, and, and obviously Nick Phipps is a you know sort of in that Wallaby conversation, I think as well. But I think this is a crucial game for both the teams, really, Waratahs and Brumbies, because. It's all about the Rebels over in Australia at the moment, and um, 
you, you know, the Brumbies uh, and the Rotars, both very proud um, franchises, both former champions, and and they've got a lot to prove. So I I think this will be tight, but um, yeah, it's just really interested at this point to see how those Wallabies um, players go and. Um, I would love to see more Falau in the midfield. Um, obviously, that could happen in parts in this match, but um, but yeah. Uh, to me, what this is going to come down to is I think the, the, the Waratahs have got a bit of a, a lightweight pack, to be honest, uh, whereas the Brumbies have uh, definitely a stronger pack. So if the Brumbies pack can get dominance, um, put the uh, uh, Waratahs on the back foot, then it's going to be hard for their their backs to to explode, uh, which, let's be honest, the, the, the Brumbies back... Sorry, the Waratahs backs pretty much um, Wallabies from, uh, from 9 through to 15, pretty much. So that's where I think the battle's going to be. Christopher in the chat's gone Warriors by nine. Both these two have blown hot, and, blown hot and cold so far. I've got Brumbies by five. Which way have you gone? Um, I'm going to go to Brumbies. Um, I, I think they need to get a bit of a hand. Well, both teams need to get a hand on this season. But, um, yeah, I, I think the Brumbies, especially after last week, will um, be wanting to prove it points. So it, it'll be Brumbies by about 12, I'd say. Yeah, I'm going with home. Yeah, home advantage I think is going to be the, diff- the, the difference there. We then have a rare Friday night game over in South Africa. So the D, uh, the Stormers mm-hmm. are hosting the Haguaris. Um The Stormers um, have made four changes um, coming into this one. Um, uh, so Stephen Kitsoff, um, uh, Nutabelli and Augustus uh, all make their first starts in the forwards. Um, and we see Dylan Lades come in at fullback for, um, for the Stormers as well. Uh, so looks like they're strengthening their side um, this week. The Haguaris, on the other hand, wow, uh, they're re- resting some players. No Creevy, no Kramer. Um, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit concerned about them uh, there. Uh, so, Michael, what's, what's, uh, what are your views on this one? Um, well, the Stormers, I mean, coming off a of thrashing in that in that first game, and then a couple of wins. Um, I, I don't know. This is a tough one to call. I, I agree with you on the the point about the Haguaris. Um, you know, whether or not it's because that game, this game was on the road for them. I'm not too sure because, again, I, I'm pretty sure it's a flight to Brazil and then across to South Africa. Um, well, they but, played yeah. they played the Lions last weekend in South Africa, so they'll be so oh. they'll they'll have stayed in South Africa for this one. It shows how it shows how out of touch I am with non New Zealand teams. Um, I, I think the Stormers will win at home though, and um, yeah, it's hard to see, especially without those players you mentioned. Uh, yep, Christopher, uh, Stormers should have a bump with uh, Robbie Fleck finally out. Oh, so it looks like there's been some coaching that I've missed, um, so I need to go away and uh, dig up on that one. So uh, yeah, if Robbie Fleck is out, then that's that's big news, um, and you'd expect the the old dead cap bounce. That you have when you change um, head co- head coaches. Uh, Chris has gone with Stormers by seven. Um, I've uh, also gone with the uh, Stormers by seven uh, at home. Having uh, that was before I saw the lineups. Now that I've seen players like Orlando also missing, um, that um, that uh, so so I'm yeah definitely concerned about the uh, the the um, uh, the, the Hagerites having rested a few uh, a lot of players for this one. So that's why I'm going with the Stormers. Um, which way are you going, Michael? Oh, we're going to go Stormers at home. Um, 
but but I think just sort of contradicting myself as well. You know, I, I think what the Hungarians need to do as well is um, try and put new fresh talents into that team where they can with the opportunities that that they're given. Because um, sort of look at at some of the commentary about the Hungarians team, and it's sort of like yeah, they're they're constantly on the rise, but you know if they miss a few players that we've we've come to know and you know admire they that they don't have a chance so um good opportunity for for those guys so but yeah storm is hard to beat at home yep absolutely and they did they do need to also it's a long old season for a lot of these players with the very world cup coming up as well so yeah not 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 surprised they are resting uh some players um simon's gone the other way he's gone hegemonies by seven um, so we will see. He also thinks we should have more Friday night games in South Africa. Well, I must say, I'm not close enough to understand how that works with South Africa fans, whether they like having Friday night games or not, to be honest. So the Sunwolves um, host the Reds then. Um, that's a Saturday <coughs> afternoon one here uh, in New Zealand. Um, so the Sunwolves uh, welcome back Hayden Parker um, at 10. Uh, I always look to see whether he's, he's playing. Little's also um, out there as well. So they're going to be their back line is going to be run quite nicely uh, for, um, uh, for for them. Um, some players will recognise obviously from New Zealand. Um, uh, Dan Pryor um, gets a start this weekend um, on the um, uh, on on the flank, uh, and we have um, oh, I've gone blank as to the I just can't I've gone and lost the tweet now. I can't see the uh, see the name. Um, but Vander is it? Um, uh, pardon. And I know who you mean. Yeah, the big wingers out. there. Um, yeah. So yeah, if these forwards can get these guys, they can get the 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 um, the, the the backs a good lineup. Um, it's um, it will be good to see uh, what's uh, they, they will be quite exciting at the backs. Looking um, at the Reds, uh, the two Smiths front, um, so they're brought back. Uh, interesting to see here that. Um, uh, that uh, in accordance with Rugby Australia's workload management policy this year, Wallaby Spring Tourists, um, Tupu uh, and Rhoda uh, have been rested for this way- weekend. So the Reds are taking this opportunity to rest some players, um, which, let's be honest, if you're going to choose a team, the, the Summers are a good choice there. Um, Lucas back at 10, Hamish Stewart back in uh, back at fullback, uh, Karevi's in there. Uh, this should be a, a, a good old game, shouldn't it? Oh, there's no reason why the Sunwolves can't win this. Um, they super impressive in the last few weeks. Um, I, th- I think Michael Little was actually one of the best players in the competition, actually. Um, yeah, I, I'm expecting this to be actually a bit of a walkover to the Sunwolves, really. I mean, when you, you, you take in the likes of Dan Pryor, Hayden Parker, and, and, and just how bad the, the Reds have been this season so far, Um you know, there's talk, a bit of a talk about, hey, there's a divide in the Chiefs locker room. Well, I think there's an even bigger divide between Brad Ford and, and his players. So, um, yeah, I, I think the Sunwolves are going to win this easy, actually. Um, Sunwolves by three. Chris has gone Sunwolves by four. I'm, off, I'm the exception to the rule here. I've gone Reds by three, so I've gone the other way. Uh, so uh, you, you've said easy. Everyone else has gone pretty tight. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that one pans, um, pans out. Oh, I forgot to mention, for the Chiefs versus the, the Hurricanes, um, keep a track of um, Michael, the real Mike Pullman's 
uh, on Twitter. He'll be at the game. I won't be, but I will be doing live post-match reaction on YouTube, so come and join me um, for that. <coughs> After this, we have the Highlands versus Crusaders, and I'll do live post-match reaction to the Highlands versus Crusaders as well. Um, so the Highlanders uh, two made, made two changes to the two players that left the field with concussion last season, last week. That is very good news. That they're resting players with, that, that have had concussion. I'm glad to hear that um, side of things. Um, so uh, uh, Walden and um, Weston come, on for, come in for Amanda Jensen and Parry Parry Parkinson. Um, Frizzell uh, comes in for Hemapo, who gets a who gets rest, uh, and Levy, uh, uh, sorry, and Lee also gets replaced gets rest replaced by Naholo. Um, mm. The other interest, so yeah, so most, so yeah, pretty much all the All Blacks available for this one um, from the Highlands' point of view, and a six-two split um, on the bench, so forwards to backs. Um, if you look at the Crusaders' side of things, Moody gets rest, and Owen Franks comes back. Sam Whitelock is back for the first time this season. Uh, and then we see uh, Bridge and Havili come back into the side. Will Jordan goes down to the bench. Otherwise, uh, it's pretty much a first-choice uh, Crusaders lineup. Um, so, uh, what, what, which matchups are you, are you looking forward to here? Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Moana versus Ioane, actually. I, I've been really impressed with um, Ioane for the, for the Highlanders. And... Um, I, I'm just really looking forward to the, this game as a whole, mate. I think um, it's going to be a really good test um, for the Crusaders to to go down there, and because Highlanders are not easy to to beat at home, but if there's any team that can do it, it's obviously this one. Um, just other matchups, Bryn Hall. I, I think he, he's got a lot to prove as well. I mean, obviously, sort of in that probably top five of halfbacks in the country and going up against, you know, Aaron Smith is interesting. Um, David Harvey, to me, um, has, has sort of had a quiet season um, so far. Um, you know, so uh, some people might laugh at that because I could say this can do no wrong. But, um, yeah, I, I think havili has got a lot to prove in this game as well. So looking forward to those matchups. Yeah, it was probably about two years ago now that Havili was sort of on the fringe of the All Blacks. He wasn't really mm. last year. Uh, so mm. if he wants any chance of going to the Rugby World Cup, then he really does need some big games. Now, he's started off the bench the last two weeks as Will Jordan's been starting. Uh, it's also interesting that um, Mitch Drummond is still being is still not in the 23 uh, with um, Eri Arani, uh, in, sorry, Inari um, on the bench there uh, to replace uh, Bryn Hall. So he gets a second chance after starting last weekend. So, uh, yeah, this is a big game, and um, I'll be honest, uh, it's very difficult not to back the Crusaders um, at this point, isn't it? Uh, so, uh, e even though this Highlander side remind me, reminds me a lot of the Highlander side from 2015, who would kind of win when they had their Smiths um, uh, and, um, uh, and um, Sopawanga, uh, and so forth but now see Sopwang has moved on now but they remind me of that sort of side that when they've got the Royal Blacks together they are one of the best teams in the competition and could go all the way when they rest players they're a little bit they don't quite have that um, that the backup so this is a, they're not resting anyone this weekend so they're in with a good shout um, I've gone Crusaders by three which way is, which way have you have, have you gone Michael? Yeah I'm, I'm going to go to Crusaders by about seven um, I think this will be a really good test for them as I said I'm disappointing too that Severus I'm just seeing here is in the 
Crusader Knights team, which is the development squad. Um, he, he had a bloody great game last week, um, so he's unlucky. But but yeah, I I, I think I'll be watching this um, very closely, and, and I think it'll be it'll be good to see Sam Whitelock back on the park. Um, and I think he'll probably play more minutes. Probably about 65 minutes, I reckon, they'll give him, maybe. Um, so, yeah, but now, Crusaders by, by seven. Yeah, Quinton Strange back on the bench, which means that Luke Romano gets the weekend off. Um, the other thing to remember about this one is that, or the other point to, to, to raise about this one is that it's Owen Frank's 150th <laughs> game for the Crusaders. 149 Super Rugby caps in that one Lions, uh, what, what one game against, against the Lions. As you say, um, uh, Sevier Reese uh, got the um, has been dropped, but it, when you got George Bridge coming back in, Braden Enor, uh it's difficult to say that they shouldn't bring George, they shouldn't bring Bridge back. So uh, yeah, he's just got to bide his time. But you're right, he did he did play very well um, last time. Oh yeah, I think it's just that um, so that. You know, like like you say, those players, those two have been really consistent as well, and and I mean it's a picking order thing, as well. So, um, not not surprised. Just you know, yeah. Yep. Um, the final game of the round, we'll see the Lions host the Rebels. The Rebels, and they um, obviously are three and three and zero from the um, uh, three and zero from the what do you call it from uh, from their games so far um, this season. Will uh, the uh, against the Lions who have blown hot and cold? They've beaten Hagaris twice, um, but they've they've lost to the Bulls and to the <coughs> Sharks or to the Stormers. No, to the Stormers. Sorry, um, so far this season, uh, no um, team news from these two sides as yet. Uh, so we don't we can't tell you what the um, what the lineups are going to be like. Uh, so, but what are your thoughts ahead of this game? Uh, I, I don't want to say it, but I think the Rebels are probably probably going to have their first loss of the season. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I think the Lions will be looking to make a statement in this, and 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 obviously with the travel for the for the Rebels, I and, and how intense the last few weeks have been, I can't see them getting up for this. And um, yeah, I think the the Lions will win by uh, ten or more. Uh, yeah, I've gone Lions by um, uh, I've gone Lions by uh, by five on this one. I do think that um, they will uh, that yeah that they they will get up over um, the Rebels. I think that the 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 altitude um, and the travel uh, will be the factors here. So yeah, Lions by five for me. So. Um, Thank you very much, Michael, for joining me uh, to, to go through all the games. Uh, as I've already said, you're going to be at the uh, Chiefs versus the Crusaders game. How can people get hold of all your uh, information? Yeah, so um, you can follow me on Twitter um, at RealMikePullman. I, I I hope that I'll be live to him tomorrow night. As I'm hearing that there's a bit of a, a Wi-Fi issue at the stadium or something. So, And um, the mainstream guys will get... Uh, media guys will get preference for that, so hopefully I'll, I'll be live tweeting. I'll use data if I have to, but um, you can follow me on runnersports.com, sorry, the runnersports.com, and I'll have um, my my reactions to that to that match, and hopefully some quotes and uh, 
doing the Crusaders Highlanders as well, and and now we'll try to get some video footage over on <laughs> Kiwi Rugby Corner on YouTube as well. So, um, and uh, I will obviously, as I've already said, I'll be live straight after the Hurricane. Sorry, the um, Chiefs versus the Hurricanes and the Crusaders. <laughs> Um, sorry, Highlands versus Crusaders. God, I've got them wrong around again. Um, so do join me for that on uh, on YouTube. So, so you get that. Don't forget to subscribe. It's up there and hit the bell so you make sure you get the notifications. Down there is my link to Patreon. Now that's um, my members' site. Uh, and Christopher has asked me in the chat, "Am I going to be doing a video on the Six Nations uh, and the CDC um, a bid?" Uh, at the moment, that's not uh, none of my plans. But if you were a Patreon, you could request that, and then every week I do. Uh, whatever videos the, my patrons ask me for, or, or some of those actually written articles, um, and they go uh, f- available just for them. So for as little as a dollar a month, you can get yourself on there. Michael's a Patreon, uh, and, and you can request, as I say, any topics you want me to talk about, and I will produce the, that uh, those those videos for you uh, behind that. Over there, there'll be two videos um, on the recording. Uh, sorry, two boxes on the recording that the artificial intelligence here at YouTube says you're going to enjoy. So um, give those a watch as well and uh, enjoy whatever you're watching this weekend.